स्मार्टकास्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रोटू बाई स्मार्टकास्ट हाई गाइज आई एम प्रसिद्ध बैनर्जी एंड आई राइट अबाउट टेक एट मिंट एंड दिस इज टेक पॉडकास्ट वेर वी टैकल सम हॉट टॉपिक्स इन टेक्नोलॉजी एंड ऑल्सो बस्ट सम मिथ्स So by now we have figured out that a lot of our listeners really care about crypto. And since you do, you probably have heard about something called the merge. On September 15, the world's second largest blockchain network called Ethereum made a long awaited change to how it works. The merge is an update to the Ethereum blockchain which has been 6 years in the making. And it did drive trading prices up for a while. And although the price of Ethereum did go down after the merge, the merge has been one of the most awaited things in the history of blockchain, short as it might be. The merge, as I said, is an upgrade to the way transactions happen on the Ethereum blockchain. It's the way to validate transactions. So far, the common way to validate transactions on blockchains is by mining. You must have heard of Bitcoin miners and crypto miners and so on. Miners used what is called the proof of work system in which miners were being rewarded for validating transactions by putting more computing power towards mining. The proof of work system allowed pretty much every miner to attack a transaction and the first person to validate the transaction would get rewarded. And in order to do so, they would solve these complex mathematical equations which would require a lot of computing power. With the merge Ethereum is moving to something called proof of stake and again proof of stake has been used in the past as well with proof of stake Ethereum is essentially getting rid of miners altogether instead replacing them with what is called validators unlike miners validators are not really required to solve these complex mathematical equations because somewhere in the entire blockchain community after all of these years people realized that nobody really gained anything from solving those equations right it was more like we required a way to prove that you have done the work and hence we are telling you to solve that equation so ethereum decided let's just get rid of that instead now they asked the stakers to provide a stake on the ethereum network the minimum value of which is 32 eth the largest stakers are then allowed to become validators which means that there's not as much computing power required anymore in fact according to the ethereum foundation the overall computing power and hence the energy consumption of the ethereum network will go down by 99.95% after the merge kicks in and it already has by the time you will listen to this podcast But the merge really isn't what we are talking about here because let's face it a lot has been said of the merge. What we are doing in this episode is talking about why the merge matters and what actually comes after the merge. The merge is followed by four very important steps which will not happen in the next month or two months or three months or for that matter even in the next few years probably. They're called the surge, the verge, the purge and the splurge. Yeah, they have a sense of humor like that. Eventually these four upgrades will basically finish what the merge started. The surge for example is a step that aims to reduce congestion on the Ethereum network and increase the total transactions it can do per second. And it does so by using something called sharding which is a technique in blockchains which basically splits the network into smaller partitions called shards and hence reduces the congestion on the overall network. 
In essence, it splits the network into mini blockchains, so to speak. The surge is followed by something called the verge, which aims to reduce storage size on the network and hence makes it even more scalable. And I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of the verge because it's just too technical and frankly it's too technical even for me. The verge is followed by something called the purge which purges historical data from the blockchain in order to make it even more scalable. And according to Vitalik Buterin, who is one of the founders of the Ethereum network, by the end of the purge, Ethereum will be able to support 100,000 transactions per second. What comes after the purge? Something called the splurge, which Buterin has only described as the fun stuff. And it basically sounds like a system that will ensure that everything that has happened so far works smoothly. Here's why all of this matters and why the prices of Ethereum have been going up. The price of a token, or rather the price of Ether, which is the native token of Ethereum, goes up when more developers use it. It's not just a matter of more people investing in it. Although that's how it has been in the past because there has been a lot of trading. But the price of a native token really goes up when the usage around the entire blockchain ecosystem goes up. And Ethereum, for the longest time, has been the most accepted POS network in the world. Yes, there are other options. There's Cardano, there's Solana, there's even the Binance Smart Chain, which is run by Binance, which is the biggest crypto exchange in the world. But still, developers tend to believe in Ethereum. With the four upgrades that I just talked about, Ethereum is addressing some of the core problems of blockchains today. The fact that they're not really scalable. The reason a lot of banks haven't used blockchains, the reason a lot of financial ecosystems do not use blockchains is because they cannot support as many transactions as, say, a Visa or a MasterCard. For example, Visa says that it can process 24,000 transactions per second, which is not even close to what an Ethereum or Bitcoin can do today. But once the purge stage is over, Buterin says Ethereum will go up to 100,000 transactions per second, which of course puts it in the same league and sets it up for more adoption. Why more adoption? Because when you build something on a blockchain, essentially everything you do on an app built on a blockchain becomes sort of a transaction. So think of a messaging app built on Ethereum. Each message you send on this messaging app will essentially be a transaction. Which means that when you're chatting with your friend, every time you're replying to each other, it's a new transaction that the blockchain has to validate. And for that, you of course need the capacity of 100,000 transactions and more. Now, there's another reason why Ethereum is so adopted. It's because the smart contract technology, which initially allowed all these apps to be built on the blockchain, collectively often called decentralized apps or dApps, or the decentralized finance ecosystem or DeFi, was allowed by something called the smart contract technology. And Ethereum was the one that introduced that technology, making it the proverbial early bird. As a result, developers started adopting Ethereum much faster than any others. So even though Cardano, Solana and Binance Smart Chain came directly with the POS system or the proof-of-work system, Ethereum was more trusted because it was the first. In addition, Ethereum in the developer community is often considered to be sort of like the Linux of the blockchain ecosystem in the sense that it is not controlled by any one entity. Wittlich Buterin may be one of the founders, but he really doesn't have control over the entire Ethereum system. 
he can suggest updates he can suggest upgrades but he cannot really push any of them through ethereum is seen as sort of the real open source and decentralized ecosystem which is built by the community and as a result developers feel okay adopting it for their own apps because as we have seen with big tech today when facebook and google make a change to their ecosystem a lot of people suffer because of that change and hence ethereum's move to pos is just the first step in what could be a very very big move for the entire blockchain ecosystem so going back to what we spoke about in the primer episode or what many others have spoken about the merge is about environmental sustainability as i said before it reduces energy consumption by 99.95% but that only addresses the first step of everybody's dilemma with blockchains yes ethereum is now more environmentally sustainable but nobody will really adopt it simply because it's sustainable the reason the prices have gone up and the reason people trust it more is because of the surge the verge the purge and the splurge which are not going to happen anytime before 2024 at least and that's it for this week's episode Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at @undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U N D E R T E C H E R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.